Hey, Vanessa. Hey, Michael. So I've got a riddle for you. Okay. It's hard. If a ball costs 10 cents. No. <laughs> We're honestly going to do this again. Do you want me to ask you the answer? No. <laughs> so I was told that maybe I came across too strong last time. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Really? I told you that's not the right answer. And instead of like stopping, you're like, no, it is. I mean, it it's is fine. Though. I can obviously handle it. You dug but... your heels in with the stubbornness. Okay. Well, you want to know who else is stubborn? Your mom. No. Your grandma. No. Every woman in your family. No. You. What? You. Mm, wrong. Yes. Who moved a giant tree branch in the backyard by himself when he's not supposed to? Hulk. No. <laughs> no. Who emptied out a 50-gallon fish tank two days after surgery on his knee when he wasn't supposed to? I was more than willing to let you do that. No, you weren't because you and Sir Gimpsala on his crutches were so stubborn. Our, our son who broke his leg climbing a tree in a snowstorm. Yes. That... You had the perfect way to do it, and then you were going to make our youngest, who put lotion in there, watch. I don't remember you offering, but... You wouldn't have liked the way that I did it. I feel better that you were willing to help. Welcome to Fireproof Your Finances, a show with 30 minutes of real questions, real concepts, and real answers. Your hosts are Michael and Vanessa Markey, a husband and wife duo with a playful on-air dynamic and common sense approach toward teaching listeners how to take control of their finances. Michael is the numbers and strategies guy who is passionate about solving financial issues. The standard deviation, I mean, I talk about standard deviation as well, but they talk about the, the beta, the alpha, the standard deviation of the particular uh, mutual fund allocation that we're looking at. Vanessa is the down-to-earth voice of reason, pulling his reins in. Okay, but your $5,000 couch isn't going to turn around and pay for something if you have a catastrophic event. This philosophy has led Michael and his firm, Legacy Financial Network, to receive national recognition from being named one of the 10 most innovative agencies in the country by AM Best, to being deemed a local celebrity from Insurance Newsnet magazine and a hero to the insurance industry from Life Health Pro. He has even been given the Moving America Forward Award from William Shatner. And now, here are your hosts, Michael and Vanessa Markey. Welcome, everyone, to Fireproof Your Finances. I am your host, Michael Markey. With me today, as she is each week, I do like you being here, even though you've taken over the show. No, I. For, first of all, that is a lie. <laughs> Because what, you part? talk way more than I do on a consistent basis. And there are times we go an entire segment and I don't get two words in edgewise. That's by choice. You, you know no, what? no, that's Sir Rants a lot. Mike, we need to go do a break now. You're one of the most hard-nosed people I know. So I know if you had something to say and you want to say it, you will say it. True. Hi, everyone. So on today's show, last time uh, we talked about millennials thinking that lottery, playing the lottery, Keno, yeah, was a good retirement plan. Not only a good retirement plan, better than investments. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> today I want to go over two things. I found a follow-up article to that, mm -hmm. similar but different. Did you share that with me? I did not. I'm, I'm throwing it on you. Spur yeah. of the moment. I share everything see... with you all the time, and I have to find out via Twitter that you wrote for Forbes. I had already told you that. I only found out it went live today. Didn't tell me. You didn't tell me you had a cold until you were 
hacking up along. I mean, that's a little different. That's clearly obvious, and there are symptoms. Uh huh. Secrets. Yeah. Uh huh. Back to your article. Which one? The one I wrote? No, the one that you found that's a follow up to our previous show. Well, the one I. Okay. I mean, I. As for the Forbes part, I don't know that I believed it was going to happen until it actually happened. Okay. Because what you're not sharing is I did write a different article first, and they didn't like it. <laughs> at all they were like thank you we'll consider it no it was thank you but we were hoping you would share something along the lines of your professional experience and as such this doesn't work we don't think you're funny they didn't say that read between the lines well i am funny it was funny it was is college actually free and i broke down the math and showed how it's not free right so going back to investments to which fig- is what forbes wanted you to do <laughs> Two things I wanted to do today. I want to go over that article that I found that mm-hmm. I'm spurring on you. Mm-hmm. And that I also want to go over, um, not behaviors, but senses. The yes. six senses and how they affect your decisions. And specifically, we're going to give it an example where you can see how obviously the different senses matter. Mm-hmm. And then use that to say, is that, what is it? Make sure I'm saying it right. Shipped. Shipped. Yes. Like my grocery delivery. The Meyer shipped. Yes. It's very confusing because we have something for the school's kids program called Scrip. Right. So they're Scrip and they're shipped. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it costs more. But is it cheaper because of the bias your senses will play against you? And I think I can show you that it is. Mm-hmm. Let's start with the article, though, because we have some time yet before the break. And it was titled 81 percent of parents think kids extracurricular activities may lead to income you did share this one with me but you talked so much on the last one that we didn't get to it oh yeah we thought we were gonna get to it we didn't even not even a stone's throw away so compare cards which is a thing for credit cards and debt they now they only surveyed 700 parents and maybe these 700 parents were all 700 parents of kids going to some Extra Sports Academy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But they asked more than 700 parents about their ch- children's extracurricular activities ranging from sports and music to beauty pageants and debate. So that's a wide variety. I mean, it's not just sports. Right. Like, out of those, those are the only ones you're going to make money at. Maybe. How many millionaire debaters do you know? I mean... Technically, you could call Donald Trump a debater because he did debate in elections. (laughs) No. Kidding. Anyway. They found nearly two-thirds of those parents, though, have gone into debt to support their kids' passions. And, you know, I guess I I wonder about that, though. I mean, is $500 in debt or are we talking $5,000 or $50,000? Right. So... You know, if somebody goes, well, yeah, I've put a baseball bat on a credit card before and spent three months paying off. That's not, I would not consider that going into debt. That doesn't really concern me. No. no. 64, though, have been stressed about paying for it. 64%. Oh, yeah, not 64 out of 700. Right. That'd be less than 10. Right. <clears throat> Eight in 10 parents think their children's competitive activities could one day lead to income as, and as parents spend more, they become more likely to believe their child could make it big. So is this a case of you're going to see what you want? I think people get it into their head that 
your kid plays soccer year round Mm -hmm. and you've spent all of this money. So therefore it has to lead to something because eventually the more money you throw at something, the more profit you're going to get. Do you think there's people that sit there and go, well, if they weren't that good, that coach that's charging us $200 a lesson wouldn't take my money. Yes. And knowing a number of professional and semi-professional athletes who have since become, you know, done lessons and things like that. Mm-hmm. They're still going to take your money to teach your child. Right. They don't, they're not going to do it for free and be like, oh, I feel bad for Billy. He, he sucks at soccer, but I, I his parents think he's going to do well. So I'll just let him train for free. Yeah, I think some might give you a hint like, you know, maybe cartoon drawing is more up the field, the path of this child. Right. <laughs> but maybe needlepoint. But here's the reality. If you're spending thousands of dollars on that child and they give you that hint, are you actually going to hear it? Probably not because they've already sunk all of that money into it. You are still focused on the goal. Mm-hmm. Now, nearly three in four parents, though, are spending more than $4,000 a year. That's a lot. Per child. That's a lot. But I can be honest, I, I'm pretty sure when you come down to it, my parents probably spent that much on my brothers playing basketball. More so my older brother because he took it into college. Right. But I mean, yeah, okay, fine. You could say he's in college. Yes, he had scholarships, but my parents drove to every game, some of them five hours away. This is what I see, though, and the reason I wanted to bring this up. And I'm going to use this as our own little platform to air something that really bugged me last November. Okay. Would it have been? Is that when we voted here in Norton Shores about the millage? Yes. So here in Norton Shores, we voted on a millage. We had a temporary millage for, they called it like think warm and dry or something stupid. That's really what they called it? I don't remember. Yeah. It was like warm, dry, and fun or warm, dry, and cool. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Get the worms out of the pool. I don't know what it was called. <laughs> and it was six or seven, eight years ago. It was temporary. Right. So basically it was up this year. And I, Yeah. And I know we're running out of time. But they said, so the, their whole pitch was, it's up this year, but we just want to renew it for 35 years. You won't spend more. You're not spending more. We're just renewing it. It was the largest millage allowed by law. And we voted it in. We didn't say, hey, we'll do it for 10 years. Hey, we'll give you for the next three and a half decades the highest millage allowable by law. And you know why it bugged me? A big chunk, millions. I think it was even maybe tens of millions. I don't know. A big chunk, though. A million is too much. Mm-hmm. Going to improving all the sports fields. You know, when I was a kid, as an athlete. They have a really nice football field. Why does that need to be? Well, improved? we need baseball, and we need softball, and we need soccer, and we need volleyball, and we need, I don't know what sport. Bass fishing? I don't know. <laughs> okay. What's it matter? Right. Point is. When I was growing up and we wanted, you know, our baseball field was cruddy. We're like, you know what would be cool? What? We think it would be cool to have dugouts, not just a bench. We're like, all right, go do some fundraising. We're like, coach, what do we do for fundraising? They're like, make these really cruddy subs. We're like, people are going to buy these subs? We're like, sure, make the cruddy subs. So we got together a team. We bought all this stuff in bulk. We made really horrible subs. And then you know what we had to do? Walk around and Door to door. Knock, knock, knock. Hi, Mrs. Johnson. This is Mike. I got these really bad subs. You think you'd like to buy some? Maybe, please, sort of, kind of. It'll go to support our team and we can build a dugout. And I stumbled upon something awesome way back when. I don't know why I thought of this. I went to a business. Mm-hmm. I went to a business. I'm like, hey, Mr. Business, would you like to buy some of these subs? They're not very good. They're pretty cruddy, but it'd be really awesome if you could help support our team. You know, it'd be really cool. And they're like, yeah, son, here. 
how much you want? I'm like, um, I don't know. How many subs do you want? And they they gave me like a check for a hundred bucks, which all we had to do was raise say two hundred bucks each. Right. Huge. It was awesome. They I'm gave like, you a hundred bucks and said, keep your crappy yeah. subs. I'm like, hey, how many <laughs> subs do you want for that? They're like, no, son, keep the subs. You know what though? I learned how to talk to people who didn't want to talk to me. I learned how to have a conversation about something I didn't want to have. It made us grow. Right. When did it become that we're just going to take that away? That was a big part of it. Mm -hmm. But let's take a quick break while we calm down and then we'll be right back. May 5 through 11 is National Small Business Week. The nonprofit International Association of Registered Financial Consultants knows that small business owners face additional financial issues such as employee retention, succession planning, and loan cancellation. Their experienced members guide the small business owner to find appropriate solutions. To find a qualified consultant in your area, visit www.iarfc.org. Retirement today looks much different than it has in the past, but it doesn't have to. New Generation Retirement Planning offers a holistic approach to preparing for your golden years. You are invited to a complimentary social security workshop to learn how you can utilize this holistic approach to retirement planning. For times, location, and to reserve your seat at one of these workshops, call Legacy Financial Network at 855-LF-NETWORK or visit us at LegacyFinancialNetwork.com to learn more. Welcome back, everyone, to segment two of Fireproof Your Finances. Before you get back into toting your terrible subs. I'm done with subs. (laughs) From that day on, I didn't make another sub. You guys can connect with us on Twitter at fireproofshow.com no just at fireproofshow on twitter dot com and you can see mike's forbes article from there if you so choose to that's yeah, been retweeted and i'm not even really figuring out how to find that you almost you... sound kind of offended because you don't know who it is I <laughs> who did... is this person and why are they retweeting what are you doing but anyway to go back to your point about kids actually having to work for something i also agree mm-hmm. now the difference is wait and... a minute We're on the same page. Yes, we are. And the reason being is, and this could be a huge part of it is, and I'm not saying that private schools are better than public schools, but private schools don't get the funding that they do. So you have to ingrain in your students to go and work for something. You can't just send a millage. Right. And yes, you can rely on donations, but I can tell you right now, the people that donated to our school were like, your kids are going to do something for Mm -hmm. this. And that's fine. That's great. They learned something. We got a new soccer field. Right. I remember the soccer field. Soccer played on it. Football played on it. And I think even baseball had to practice on it for a while. So that's three. Well, more than three teams because boys and girls, except for football. But all of those teams and track and field had to go out and do stuff for it. Every three months, it seems like we had to sell something. Yes. We had candy bars. Yes. All the time. My parents hated it. They're not good. And then if you were in Boy Scouts, then you had popcorn. I will tell you, if you were in the music program, those world's finest chocolate bars, my dad would buy a whole box of them. It was like, dude, they give you boxes and I'd just be like, I'll just give these to my dad. He'll give me money. Yeah, I was in the music <laughs> program, but I didn't. I wasn't as good of a steward to the music program. No kidding. No. Nope. So back to your article. Well, I think that was it for that. It was just about parents financing their kids' activities. And banking on it as it's going to translate into some type of future 
compensation. Right. They're basically banking on their children going pro and taking care of them. Mm, that's not what the article said. Well, that's what it sounded like to me. Well, but I think you could throw in even college as an example. That That's compensation. This right. whole athletes aren't getting paid. Yes, you are. It's called an education. As a former student athlete, you got paid. Well, it's called a scholarship. You're well, getting a free education to play a sport. You get education. I got food. I got shoes. I got cleats. I got clothes. You got uniforms. Anytime you got hurt, you had a trainer. You could What makes whatever. you think I was hurt? Three shoulder surgeries, a couple elbow surgeries, Fine. a lot of face I, Yes, surgeries. I was hurt a lot. I yeah. get it. <laughs> <laughs> But if you needed another pair of sweatpants, they didn't ask. It was like, all right, here, here's three more. Here's some shirts. And even my older brother was a college athlete. Even family members. I remember him coming home yeah. from summer camp and he would be like, I got 30 t-shirts. Who wants a right. Hillsdale College t-shirt? Here you go. Here you go. Oh, they gave me an extra sweatshirt. You want this? And we got money on the road. Yeah. I think that's changed, but we got money on the road. We got if um, with baseball because it was after the school season, not school season, um, Academic School year, yeah, yes. the academic year uh, ended. Mm-hmm. We got a stipend after that. So this whole, and, and, you know, and football starts before the academic year starts. Right, they're there for a month before that, so they have they get room and board for before that. Yeah, it's not just room board stipend, well, right? And food, well, board is food. You know that money right? stipend, oh. money check, oh. cash in hand. Apparently, I should have played football. I played baseball. Would have been terrible at it. Could have cooked, kicked <laughs> field goals. Not that good at that There's that old 1980s movie, Necessary Roughness. They had a female kicker. All right. We digress. Real quick, because we got about two minutes before we take a break. Maybe three. Mm -hmm. Do your senses play into your decisions? Yes. Now, I think some people don't realize how impactful it is, though. So if, as an example, if you watch Jaws, okay, Mm -hmm. and you're watching Jaws, well, maybe not Jaws. If you're watching a movie that you know is going to excite you, it's a thriller or it's a horror movie, whatever would get your your heart rate up, mm-hmm. okay? I want you to think of that movie right now. And now I want you to take the sound away. What happens, do you think? It's not as scary or thrilling. Take Jaws without the music. And here's what you have. Oh, look. Some, teena- some teenagers jumping in the water. Oh, other teenagers already died in that water. Uh-oh, the water turned red. I guess they're gone. Right. It's not as thrilling without the music. Although scary movies have reverted to the complete opposite where they're like totally silent and you know something is coming and then it gets you. Every yeah, but time. then the music comes back. Ba-da! It all yes, it So does. if Holly now I want to use this even for news. I'm going to use it for your retail experiences here in a minute. Mm-hmm. I'll probably do that after we come back from a break. But I also challenge you, and I've done this face-to-face with a lot of clients. They go, why don't you watch the news? They go, number one, because the newscasters take way too long to get to the point. And they put their inflection on it. Well, that's number two. Number <laughs> two, if if Hollywood has figured out how to use music or silence or inflection, if it's figured out how to use the audio component to make that story that they're showing you more impactful. Mm-hmm. If Hollywood has done that, why on earth do you think the news hasn't learned how to do that? They have, though. They have. They play music. So when people go, why don't you listen to, or why don't you watch the news? Because I don't want that. I know, and this isn't a bad thing. 
their job is to increase. You know, you might say, well, Fox's or CNN or MSNBC, I don't care which one you watch. Their job is to deliver the news in a concise blah, blah. Their job is to achieve profitability. Their right. job is to hit ratings. Right. They still have to be entertaining and get ratings. They still fight over the morning slot. Give me the most factual person and give me no ratings and I will show you somebody who doesn't have a show. Right. So they have to, ratings does factor into it. I don't think anyone can argue that it doesn't. Correct. So why wouldn't they manipulate your emotions with some of your senses? Sight, audio, why wouldn't they? They do. Exactly. The same thing happens when you go shopping in a retail environment. When we come back, let's dig into that deeper. United Airlines makes it easy to fly from Muskegon County Airport with a travel-friendly schedule and competitive airfares. Haven't flown from Muskegon in a while? Fly locally with a short commute and parking located just steps from the terminal. Check-in and security lines are never more than 50 passengers per flight. At the end of your trip, get your bags quickly and be home in no time. Flights depart daily at 6.30 a.m. and 1 p.m. Starting mid-February, the evening flight arrives at 11.20 p.m. to maximize return flight options from most locations. It pays to check Muskegon first at united.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the final segment of Fireproof Your Finances. It always goes by too quick. Yes. Because you, you ranted again. Wait, so you agree with me. So maybe we should go to an hour-long show. I mean, I don't know about that. I saw that one. That's called reading between the eyes, not the lines. I saw the face. I just don't know when we would find time because before the break, I don't know if you caught it, but during the break, our son was downstairs screaming and I had to go yell at him and he goes, oh, I'm not yelling, mom. Right. Yes. No, I can still hear you through the headphones. Yes. Joys of having a three-year-old. It'll be gone soon, and I have to admit that I will miss it. Yes, but going back to senses. senses. All right, so you're only listening to this. Mm-hmm. And since you're only listening to this, for people listening to the show right now, you're not seeing it like we are. And if you've been listening regularly, you remember then that we did a show where I tried to make Vanessa cry. Didn't work. Well, maybe this will. We're still dry-eyed. Yeah. There's not really any music with this. Fine. Let me try this one. Welcome for our guest chef today. A homecoming surprise times two. A military family together again. Enjoying this moment forever. What you're not seeing is that yes... You got teary-eyed. 
Well, it's because I always do. No, you don't. You proved yeah, my for point. For this, I do every no, no, no. time. You're missing it. So if you're at home listening right now, the first set of videos weren't... It, it, we've edited a lot actually out. Well, yeah, because you couldn't figure out how to use the voice meter. Well, and then past that, it was a lot of walking and, and leading up. But there watching was no music. it... Exactly. So that sense for you is what took it from just, oh, that's a cute video, to emotional. Right. Now, going to shopping. So it's called Shipped, right? The yes. Meyer Home Delivery Grocery. They do Target now, too. Do they? Yes, they do. Is it more expensive? Uh, per product, yes. And you do have to pay a membership fee. So the membership fee is what per year? That's 100 bucks a year. And as you've looked at it, What's the markup? Um, 5% maybe. Let's round up and just to be safe. 10. Say 10. Sure. So watch this. We pushed it off for a while to use that service, didn't we? Yes. And part of it, I think, is just our cheap nature. Well, that and it would be like people, mainly my sister, would be like, I can't believe you don't have shipped yet. Well, and so, it would just get to the point where it was like... Stubbornness? No, because I don't really have anything <laughs> against my sister, but it would be like the second that I would think about signing up for Shipped, the refrigerator was empty and I needed to go immediately. Right. So it was just like, well, I just went grocery shopping, so whatever. I know that was one thing we talked about, though, was, well, I don't want to pay the extra money. Right. And then it got me thinking, though, that last time where I played these videos to try to manipulate your senses to make you cry because you'd never cry. Mm-hmm. How much of your grocery purchase decision is influenced by your senses? A lot, especially if I go when I'm hungry. Right. Like that's cardinal rule number one. Don't go grocery shopping. When you're hungry. So or annoyed because you buy a lot of wine then. Is it 1%? Is no, it 2? 5? 10? 20? I would say it's more than 10. I couldn't say that it's 20, but our grocery bills Hold now. On. I think I can prove that it's probably more than 20. Why? If it wasn't going to, if things like taste and smell and sight, if sight didn't influence your decision, every cereal box would be brown. True. If sight didn't influence your decision... They wouldn't pay, uh, manufacturers wouldn't pay extra to have their product placed at eye level. Right. If taste didn't influence your decision, they would never do the taste testing on Saturdays. Right. If smell didn't influence your decision, they would not have the bakery in the store. Right. I'll bet you it's more like 20, 30, maybe 30, probably where I'm thinking, percent of your decision is influenced I would say our grocery bill, and I also tip the person. I mean, you can, you don't have to, but sure. they went shopping for me and did me a favor. Um, even with tipping the person, I still think that I spend less than what I do if I have to mm -hmm. physically go to the store. I'm agreeing. I think you do too, because we, I, you know, I see some of it, and that's my point because. 
I believe when you look at your senses, your senses influence your decisions. They manipulate what you want. Well, for example, I forgot that we were almost out of mayonnaise and mm-hmm. I made my mom's cold tuna noodle casserole Monday night. Right. I didn't have enough mayonnaise and I was like, oh. so I went to the store. Yeah. Strictly for mayonnaise. Did you get just mayonnaise? No. I also grabbed a bottle of Italian dressing because I was like, oh, maybe I'll make Italian chicken this week. Swipe and kept walking. And have you made it? Not yet. Exactly. That was only 48 hours ago. I get it. But there's a perfect example. Right. Not that you would order just one jar of mayonnaise through shipped, but No, and that was the whole reason that I went because I was like, I need one jar. I bought three jars because it was on sale. So I was like, we're going to use it. Whatever. We're, We're out of time. Has it made things easier? Yes. Is it worth the money? Yes. Are we sponsored by them? No. And is it easy, like once you get into it the first time, is it easy? Does it kind of remember the things you bought before, make it easier ongoing? Yes. It takes me 10 minutes to go grocery shopping because it has my saved whatever I've purchased before. It says buy it again and you can quick scroll through. and. So does it get Vanessa's recommendation or throw in the trash? Recommendation 100%. I was so annoyed I had to go to the store for mayonnaise. And that used to be something you enjoyed. Right. On that note, we are out of time for today. This has been another episode of Fireproof Your Finances. God bless. This has been Fireproof Your Finances. For more information, contact Michael J. Markey Jr. of Legacy Financial Network. Call toll-free at 855-LF-NETWORK or online at LegacyFinancialNetwork.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Mike Markey and Legacy Financial Network are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.